Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. good atmosphere and uh, you know good spirited practice so got a lot of good work done today. Uh, Kirk Merritt looked like you got some stops at running back. Are you guys going to try yeah, it I out? think we're going to take a look at it just a little bit. Um, you know uh, he, he's obviously got experience in that position so something we just wanted to take a look at. Yeah 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 no that was good. Um, you know obviously we'll go back and take a look at the tape see what it'll look like, but, you know, this is part of the natural progression. Um, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll begin to get him into some teamwork this week and, and see where he's at. Did you go into the preseason with a plan for starters play the most in the second and third game or anything? Does that change based on injuries and availability? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, look, everything kind of changes based on, you know, availability. Um, you know, I kind of have a good idea uh, what I want to do, uh, but I'm going to kind of wait till later in the week before we make a final decision on anything. So, um, you know, we're just going to spend the majority of this week working on getting better as a team. I know you said you had Demario Davis and, and, and Werner, and then you said kind of the rest of the guys are finding their footing. Sewell seemed like he got significant snaps. Just what yeah. Did, what did you thought of him? Well, I just I, I think he's a uh, you know a young guy that. Uh, Plays extremely hard. He's smart. He's instinctive, um, and and so 
look, we're kind of, we're just going to keep moving guys around and, and figuring out um, what that right 53 is. Coach, how did the hitting great out for the game Friday? Uh, I thought overall pretty well. Um, I think he's a tremendous run blocker. Um, certainly there's some growth that still needs to, to, to come in the passing game. Uh, but yet, he played a lot of snaps, and, and I would say the majority of those snaps graded out pretty well. Um, well, let's just leave it as he's got some experience at that position. <laughs> How do you feel like, I know it's hard, you can't really see it from preseason games yet, but from all the practices up to this point, um, some of the areas you wanted to address, like the receiver and the two new safeties and stuff. How do you feel like those kind of unknown areas are coming together at this point? Well, um, well, I think they're they're coming together. Uh, you know, look, as a football team, we're not there yet. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I really try to stay away from trying to make kind of final evaluations. Um, we got a lot of getting better to do, um, but I like the progress that the team's making. Um, no, Michael Thomas is dealing with a little bit of a hamstring. What about, I mean, there was a handful of guys that were out for a while doing something, or was it just, you know, like Ruiz and... Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I, I, don't, I don't recall there being anybody that was on a particular rest day today. Um, I'd have to go back and, and check my notes, so if they weren't out here, it's probably some uh, something to do medically. Would you like some comedy tonight? Would you like the media flag football game today? Would you like us to cut up some of those highlights for you? I would that? love to see that. I would love to see that. You know, you guys are usually the experts telling us what we're doing right and wrong, so I'd like to see it in action. All good? Okay, thanks. All right, that's Coach Dennis Allen, man, chiming in uh, on this episode of the Coma. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for joining me. Uh, this Sunday night, and like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, but we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. I appreciate you guys for being up in this thing. Please feel free to hit the like button. Hit the like button if you had an opportunity to hit it. Hit the hell out the like button. As we up in this thing and D.A. brings it in, man, we're going to cover several topics that uh, Dennis Allen went over, man, in this episode. Out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for being in the stream. Uh, much love to you guys as well. And uh, had a ball going down to the Saints camp. I mean, uh, to the Superdome, seeing the black and gold, get it on, man. And uh, and uh, it was good, too, because actually it, it was going to rain. If it was back out at the practice facility, they probably would have to go indoors. So uh, that was a bit of good right there to watch them practice and get some stuff uh, checking. So we'll go over it. We also heard what D.A. said about Michael Thomas. We got an article we'll cover with that and some release news as well as uh, items on Blake Gilligan observations. And we're going to take a look at the. Uh, 53 depth chart and see if we approve of another article writer's uh, opinion on it. So we'll see if his opinion matches yours. So shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being in this episode of the coma. 
hit the like button, hit the like button, hit the like button. Also feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed as well. Cause it helps out the stream. Shout out to the fam. All right, fam. So let's get going in this thing, man. Shout out to everybody. Uh, Jerry, big ups uh, to the OG in the building. Shout out to you, brother Randy, who that Dana. Good to see you. Eugene, Jeremiah, shout out. Oh, cooler. Trav 504 Kiyoki. Good to see you. Chris Hen in the building. Tech Saint. What's up, baby? Vic boy. What's happening, fam? We looking all right, bro. Looking all right. But we got a few annoying little things going on. But outside of that, just just really uh, the team is fortunate. Slim, shout out to you as well. Good to see the rest of y'all up in this thing. Uh, cool money. Who that to you? Uh, Cafe Red, shout out to you as well. Uh, Coach Tab is in the building. Hoodie, shout out to you. Uh, big ups to the entire fam. Young City Night Ward, Hot Boy 504 in this thing as well. Brother Eric Howard. Uh, who else we got? Josh Goat 23, Brother Wallace. Yeah, I hear you, bro. I'm with you on that. Ready for some real football, man. What's up, Neville? Big ups to you, Gardner. What's up, fam 99? Shout out to you. Uh, Tony, what's up, Tony? Shout out. He says, Married a running back. What'd you think? Yeah, married. Well, they gonna, you know, that just means uh, trying him there is a, at multiple positions means that Merritt could be a guy that makes the team. I mean, let's take a look at it. He was balling that wide receiver drought training camp, so you can't deny him that. You know what I'm saying? Meaning the haters. They can't deny him that. He's outplayed Traquan Smith this ent- entire preseason, this entire, uh, so far. Uh, really the summation of the uh, training camp into preseason, during the training camp, through preseason, he's outperformed Traquan Smith. They had him at the wide receiver position. They tried him at the kick return position the last game. He had success returning on special teams, so you got some value there. And then now they're using him as a in a running back position. That only means that they it, it, it's looking pretty good that Kirk Merritt is more than likely going to make the team. So that's a positive in my my book right there. So, yeah, Merritt's a baller, man. You can't deny him that. He's outplayed several of the Saints wide receivers, including Traquan Smith, and he needs to make the team if it's all about you playing well in preseason and outperforming the next guy, you need to be on the team. So shout out to that. All right, Hoodie says, Big Q, are you sure? Big Q, thank you, <laughs> Slim Q. <laughs> nah, bro. Thank you for that, bro. Shout out to you, my dog. Hoodie in the building. Big, big, big shout out to you. All right, Tim, what's up, baby? Said Tony Jones has outplayed a Zigbo and Smith. Yeah, they put a, a, a Zigbo on the street for the third time, bro. So I think it's the third time. Saints released him quite a few times, man. Brian, shout out to you, Tim. Mike Law, good to see you, fam. Godfidence is in the stream as well. Good to see all y'all, man. Shout out Derome. Much love, much love, bro. He says, Merritt can be like a Samuel or like a running back we had last year. Yeah, he does it all, man, and and, and does it well. So, yeah, he's a force, and Merritt should make the team. So, a lot of, hopefully, they give Merritt some credit, you know, and Merritt gets his Merritt badges, so he can't. <laughs> I ain't going to even go there. <laughs> Got to stretch it a little bit. All right, big ups to the fam. All right. So, with that being said, fam, yeah, we're going to get into it. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, share the show on your social media feed as we get uh, popping in this episode of the coma. Here we go. All right. We started off fam, with this article right here, straight out of CBS about Michael Thomas. You heard Dennis Allen allude to it uh, today uh, about him missing with hamstring issues. So he's sitting out the second straight preseason game. We know he wasn't going to play the preseason. You know, he wasn't going to play in the preseason at all, but he has a, a little mini setback. Michael Turns returned as a full participant to practice the first time in nearly two years. Wasn't, yeah, 
Uh, if <laughs> I ain't going to go into it. The Saints star wide receiver is back on the sidelines with another injury two days after sitting out the Saints week two preseason game against the Packers. He wasn't going to play in that game, man. Thomas was absent from Sunday's practice due to a hamstring issue, Coach Dennis Allen told reporters. Allen was asked if the 29-year-old form, I mean, former All-Pro was excused for veterans rest today, revealing the injury. He said, um, no, he said Michael Thomas is dealing with a bit of a hamstring. He did not elaborate on the severity of the issue or provide any timetable for Thomas to return to the field. That's for next week to annoy him with. Even if the injury is mild, it's not noticeable. It's, it's a not- notable development for a player who struggled to stay healthy once uh, one of the game's most productive pass catchers, Thomas, has played just seven games over the last two, whatever, last appearance in December 2020. Uh, he's still in the middle of recovering from an ankle injury that required off-season surgery. So he's been looking good. Both Thomas and Allen have been publicly optimistic about the receiver's turn to health. And like I said, but without filling out, finishing out the rest of this article, which is basically gives a historical uh, reference point about whatever's been going on in the recent past. But we in the new who that nation know that Michael Thomas uh, has dealt with a lot over the last couple, over the last year, missing that last year. And then this off season, as he fought, he fought to get his way back on field. He's been nothing but efficient and we have a slight uh, hamstring issue. So we'll see what that looks like. We'll find all the particulars. So there's no need for hyperbole or opinionation. We'll get the details on that sometimes. Uh, early in the week because they'll berate uh, uh, Dennis Allen until they give some, some type of update on Michael Thomas. But if you seen D- uh, Tom, uh, Dennis Allen's face when he talked about it, there was no look of worry on his face when he talked about it. So anyway, you know, that's just what you can pick out of it. Like I said, it'll be something that we cover uh, next week. So, yeah, Mike, yeah, just sit him down, man. We don't need none of these guys, Jameis, Mike Thomas, none of these guys playing in the preseason. We can, you know, we don't need that. The preseason doesn't count. Uh, for them, those guys are going to make the team and they just need to stay healthy. Let's get them their reps in practice and get them ready for the regular season. All right. Now, moving on. All right. This is a tweet right here by New Orleans Saints official Twitter that the Saints have waived quarterback K.J. Costello, running back Devonnie Zigbo. And for the second time, again, kicker John Parker Romo. It was announced by executive vice president and general manager. Y'all know it's Mickey. All right, and this is Saints News Network. Shout out to them uh, for covering and putting a little extra on it. They reported the same thing we talk about. These moves came two days before the NFL teams must meet an 80-player roster deadline. By Tuesday afternoon, the Saints must move three more players by Tuesday to meet the deadline. Uh, Ozigbo, 25, has been in close competition with Tony Jones Jr., rookie Abram Smith, and special teams ace Dwayne Washington for a backup running back spot. He had seven carries for 40 yards, mostly on draw plays and two receptions. For seven yards in Friday's night preseason loss to the Packers. Prior to that, he had eight carries for 26 yards against the Texans. Undrafted out of Nebraska in 2019, Azigbo was among the final cuts for the Saints that offseason. He spent the last two years with Jacksonville before being re-signed by the Saints this offseason. He has 28 career rushing touchdowns and 13 receptions uh, for 72 yards. He has 28 career rushing touchdowns. I'm not, I, really. Barring any more additions, the Saints backup running back job will come down to Smith, Jones, and Washington. New Orleans hosts the Chargers this Friday in the final preseason contest. Costello was undrafted out of Mississippi State in 21. He was picked up by the Chargers but released last preseason after playing three games with the, the, the stars of the USFL. He was signed by the Saints in August following a minicamp trial in May. Costello has not seen any action in either of the preseason games for the Saints, and they put him in the street. After next week's preseason games, the final cut will be down to 53. 
for the NFL teams on August the 30th. The Saints opened up the 2022 regular season with the road game against the Atlanta Falcons as we draw ever so near to that fateful day when we'll see the Falcons in week one action in the Georgia Superdome. All right, so anyway, let's move on to the next topic of discussion right here. Saints Blake Gillikin shares his uh, his text about random drug testing. Here it is. This is from Blake Gillikin's official Twitter. Pun at your own risk. He says, Blake, this is blank with the NFL drug testing. You were selected for a random in-season drug test. This test will take place today, 8-21-22 at the facility. The test should be completed before the team meeting at 10 a.m. And then, of course, you can see what the Saints put right here. The Saints official 26, 81-yard punt. And the next thing you know, they're sending the people uh, to drug test them. It says, no way in hell that a man can kick the ball 81 yards. Let's go send the man down there to drug test him. They say it was a random. That's the funny part about it, as they called it a random test. <laughs> a random test, really. And so he just, just after that punt, he just popped up in the system. Oh, here we go. They're so full of shit, man. Saints Blake Gillikin. Let's look at it, man. Article right here. It turns out punting the ball 81 yards might catch the eyes of fans and others, perhaps even NFL drug testers. Saints punter blasted an 81-yard punt during Friday's preseason game against the Packers on Sunday. He shared a, a message that he was chosen for a random test. Get the hell out of here. And, of course, Blake Gillikin punted five times in all after averaging almost over 59 yards per punt. Uh, with uh, one of them down and down it inside the 20-yard line. He was also impressive in the team's preseason open against the Texans with six punts at an average of over 50 yards uh, with three down inside the 20. Penn State products saw game action for the first time in his career during the 21 season with two kickoffs, which both went for touchbacks and 83 punts. His almost 48-yard uh, per punt total was seventh highest mark in the league. Gillikin also won the NFL Special Team Player of the Month in October. He was... he. Was quite the, he had to quite the start to the NFL career, but Friday's punt suggested he should challenge the Saints franchise record if he replicates defeat during the regular season. Tom McNeil holds the franchise record for longest punt at 81 yards, which is set during the 1960 game against the Dallas Cowboys. Perhaps the mark will be in Gillikin's sight when the Saints take on or take the field for the season opener against the Falcons on September the 11th of 2022. So there you go. NFL takes note that after Blake Gillikin's punt, they just draw the random. They draw the random to him, right? Yeah, it is. Yep, random, all right. All right, and let's go into today's observations. And, of course, the family members know that I was down in the dome during that period of time watching a lot of stuff going in there, and I was watching a defensive group. I watched Jameis uh, out there throwing the ball. I seen Jarvis Landry one-hand catch a beautiful ball uh, in the end zone. Uh, Elvin Kamara looked really uh, clean out there. So did uh, Marvin, uh, Mel, uh, my uh, Ingram out there. Mark Ingram looked pretty slick out there as well. Uh, and, and several other players were doing fantastic work out there on the field uh, as well. So this summations here coming from NewOrleansSaints.com. Back in the dome for the first time since the Saints defeated the Panthers 18-10 uh, way back in January. The second, the Saints took the field Sunday afternoon and sees the Superdome. As the Saints filtered in sporadically, they were greeted by cheers from the people seated in the plaza level of the turf. As the custom before every Saints season is new and has been down for 10 days, so it's not only there this practice for the team in front of the fans, but also their first test to see if any adjustments need to be made to the plan surface. It looked good to me. Uh, what we've seen, Coach Dennis Allen was walking around the field prior to practice, checking out the footing and making mental notes as how he wants to surface their rubber pellets and sand underneath to eventually uh, play, but the team is actually out there and participating in drills and practice and won't really know the results of any event. Well, you know, I was out there and I watched it 
Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. And they did a pretty good damn job out there, to be honest with you. They was out there, uh, uh, first and foremost, all from an offensive standpoint, watched uh, 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 big uh, raw, uh, pinning, big Trevor pinning operate at the left tackle position. For the most of the practice snaps when they were with the starters and James was back there, he was, and even when their drills were happening, when the defense wasn't there and they was just doing their offensive drills as an offensive unit, pinning was there in the offensive line. Cesar Ruiz was absent. Uh, as as, as Croc, uh, Kelvin Throckmorton was in his place. So, you know, that's a little stuff right there. And also seeing uh, some good play uh, by several Saints players. Jameis threw the ball well. Andy Dalton was out there, too, threw the ball really well, too, and made some plays uh, for the team in there, to be honest with you. He made some really good plays. This is footage from the Dome, uh, from the previous uh, show when I was in the Dome. You got to excuse my camera. I'm going to probably end up getting one as you can see, I was trying to zoom in to catch some of the footage on the field there, but a lot of good stuff was going on in the field, especially offensively speaking. They were to the far field, to the left there in this image. But they had a, uh, they were doing a really good job, man, out there uh, performing offensive-wise. And Pendon looked really solid in the matchup. Ryan Ramchuk looked really good. And then, of course, when they finally did come together to scrimmage against each other, it was a, the, the defense looked good, offensive looked good, and they were able to move the ball and do some stuff. So it was a lot of positive stuff going on down there from the defensive side of things, man, watching the defense play. Uh, you seen a uh, 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 big uh, passing. Yo was getting involved. Malcolm Roach still looking sharp as hell. Cam Jordan was doing his thing. Davenport was looking pretty good as well. The linebackers, Eric Wilson was doing his thing as well. You seen Bostic out there running around. So it was quite a few people. Demario was off to the sideline. He, he was able to get on field and do a few things. Tyron Matthew looked good. Uh, Marshawn Laddie, Daddy Latimer was out there playing really good. PJ was solid as well, even though he had a drill where he dropped an interception, but it was okay. The special teams guys were handling the business too. And then Will Lutz, if you look at the special team aspect of it, Will Lutz was kicking the absolute hell out of the ball. He was kicking the hell out of the ball. I mean, the only one he missed was one that they put him on the Saints. They put him to midfield. He kicked it, and I think it was like maybe a couple yards shy of uh, – landing of, of going through the upright so 
I mean, he be put he was on the top of the floor, the leaf in the center of the field trying to kick it, but he was kicking the hell out the ball. Blake Gilligan was punting the hell out the ball. And uh, we was able to see Rashid Shaheed, who looked pretty good, looked pretty fast in there when they took it was to take able to take Deontay Hardy out and let Rashid Shaheed get some burn. He looked really good in there. So, I mean, there was a lot of positive uh, uh, reps that we've seen. We've seen Gail Benson, too. She was signing. And shout out to Gail. Gail signed a bunch of stuff, man. It was dropping shoes. Some big fat guy took his shirt off, his big nasty ass shirt, and dropped it to her to sign. She a classy lady. She's like, oh, hell, no, hell, oh, hell no. I'm not signing this. Gail signed all that shit. She had people that uh, she was like looking up. It's like if you, if you see the little area to the blue there where they had the little blue pad in that I just spawn, spanned away from it. If you go back there and look at that little area right there, that's where she was at. At the matter of fact, I got a picture of her. Well, she was down there greeting people and she signed every damn thing people had that was dropping the tour. I mean, Gail Benson, that old Southern Bell was representing, man. She looked really good out there doing her thing too. So, yeah, the old Southern Bell was signed. They had some bitch took his shoe off and dropped it down there and, and she signed it. I was like, man. And then this, like I said, this big fat guy took his shirt off. And then, you know, he had nothing to sign, I guess. He just took his shirt off and, and, and dropped it down for her to sign. And I thought she she signed it all. So, hey, man, you know, yeah, she was doing her thing, man. I had to give it to Gail, man. She was doing the, she was handling the business, signing and, and, and representing the Who That Nation. So shout out to Gail and what she was doing. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, we talked about Devine Zinko and KJ Costello joined Parker Romo and the rest of them dudes getting released. But like I said, the seven on seven drills were were pretty good. And here's a couple of them that he talked about on the play. But the seven on seven drills both drew crowds. And, and they said it was approximately 10,000 in attendance. I don't know. I think it was more than that. And the last rep of seven, I think it was cl- more close to maybe 15 to 20,000 people in there. It had more than just 10,000 people in there. But in the last rep of the regular season, uh, I mean, regular seven on seven in the middle of the field, Jameis tried and hit Traquan Smith in the middle of the field. Demario Davis played it perfectly. I did see that. Uh, full stride took it 60 yards to the Gerard Street end zone. As usual, the convoy, the convoy of defenders followed Davis in the end zone as he picked it off. And lucky fans sitting there area was treated to Davis tossing the football in the seats for a souvenir. The next play occurred on the seven on seven red zone work with Andy Dalton, at quarterback, uh, uh, and the ball, fired the ball uh, to the three-yard line and, uh, to the end zone. Dalton threw a perfect fade pass in the back right corner uh, intended for Jarvis Landry. And, well, Landry did not disappoint. Like I said, that's the pass when he caught that sum gun with one hand easily, then went and greeted everybody. Despite being covered tightly and possibly held by Vincent Gray, Landry came down with a spectacular one-handed catch, getting both feet in bounds in the process, again, drawing loud cheers from the Saints faithful and regular practices, one hand catches during the individual work and practice and instance certainly made it perfect. And listen, even though we know that guys like OBJ is known for those one handed catchers, but dude, don't sleep on Jarvis Landry. I mean, he's fantastic in doing that. He does it so well. Very slick, smooth guy. You want to talk about professionals. So a lot of people kind of worried about Michael Thomas, like I said before. You can walk slowly with Michael Thomas back into the season because you have the cushion of Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave. Those guys have been absolutely amazing. So for all those people who are like, oh, man, Q, um, what we're going to do about the fact that we are not having, uh, you know, is we looking at, uh, uh, you know, Mike Thomas dealing with this or dealing with that. The reality is you have a cushion because of Jarvis Landry and. 
Chris Olave. And we knew bringing them guys in here that if there was a situation that occurred, if Mike Thomas would need to be kind of bringing that thing slow that you did, that you would definitely have room for that. You would be able to kind of absorb that and march him in there. So and Deontay Harty is another guy that's that's that then moves up the depth chart. Uh, Callaway. Then, you, of course, you look at guys like Kirk Merritt. The Saints are terrifically blessed with the wide receiver room. So they did a fantastic job there. But yeah, the, it was it, every everybody looked pretty good in the dome, man. You can see they were comfortable in the dome. A lot of the family members were comfortable there. It was cool, you know. It was, it was a very comfortable environment sitting there watching the game. The the concessions was high as hell. Once you know, once I, I mean, damn. But anyway, outside of that, at least the parking was free, and at least you got a free ticket to go and watch the game. Everything else was out of your goddamn pocket. So, <laughs> so there and there's Jarvis Landry taking pictures with the. Uh, the high school is right there. He's a cool dude, man. So anyway, let's get into the next article right here. Updated Saints 53 man roster practice squad projection after two preseason games. So let's see uh, what they say over at the Saints wires, and what they think is going to happen. The next wave of NFL roster cuts will be here before we know it. And within two preseason games behind them, we have a good idea of which Saints players are in the mix for the few spots still available on the depth chart. So it's a good time to update the 53-man roster projection and 16-strong practice squad that will go along with it. It's not a perfect projection. There will be some surprise cuts and personnel changes in the weeks, and some players will be or slotted in the practice squad or, squad or unlikely to get through waivers and end up there. But here's what we've come up with in this stage of the summer. This is a very difficult thing to do, by the way. So they're doing it. So let's take a look at it. Quarterbacks. All right, he got James Dalton and Andy Dalton, one and two. No big whoop right there. Roster cuts Ian Book and Costello. Costello was cut today, so that's proved. And then he says, uh, of course, Ian Book ends up on the practice squad, which by, based on his performance this year and in the preseason, I don't anticipate somebody bringing Ian Book onto their, pro, onto their squad, to be quite honest with you. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. <laughs> the way he's played in these preseason games, he's not endured himself to – uh, to any other people unless they're like, yeah, man, we can work with that guy and turn him into something. Right now, I think the Saints have gotten him pretty much where he needs to be right now. So I think that is probably the best thing for him is to be on the practice squad. And most certainly, I think he would probably end up uh, passing uh, the uh, waivers. Now, this is, this is the breakdown. It's been a rough preseason for Book, who struggled under greater exposure uh, through the two pre- uh, exhibition games. And they only had two, he had two minute turnovers, some of which weren't his fault, like a ball tipped off the hands and the weight in the arms of a defender, but far too many uh, that were, he still aren't, still isn't comfortable taking snaps under center, leading to several fumble exchanges. His bet, bet, best bet is to hang on with the practice squad if there's an emergency and both Winston and Dalton are unavailable. The Saints can always turn to Taysom Hill again. So once again, Ian Book is relegated to, if he does make it to the, the, uh, practice squad will be more than likely the fourth string quarterback as you can definitely look at a guy like Taysom Hill getting snaps if something like that happens. I'm saying no certainly will reach to free agency if they can find somebody uh, to kind of build up. But hopefully we don't have that nightmare scenario. Running backs. Elvin, he's going to keep five of them, which is a good call. I think I, I think there are two. Elvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Dwayne Washington, Tony Jones Jr. and the fullback, Adam Prentice. Roster cuts, Devonnie Zigbo, who's already going, Abram Smith, the rookie, and, of course, Malcolm Brown is already done. So, practice squad for Abram Smith, the rookie. Now, that's the thing. Does Tony Jones make it over Abram Smith? Did he outplay him? 
the weird part is I would I would at one point I probably would move Dwayne Washington for this list by the way the Saints treated them. They let him rush in that first preseason game, right? They let him rush the ball in the first preseason game. He started off and you haven't seen him uh, doing that ever since. So that I, I don't know if he did well enough for Dennis Allen to say, yeah, we can use him and keep him there versus uh, making the fourth position a battle between Tony, uh, Tony Jones and Abram Smith. I would definitely say Dwayne Washington needs to be mixed more between them two because I don't see him doing anything farther out as a running back than what those guys did. In essence, I've seen the, uh, Abram Smith do, did a lot better than him. If you pulled away the one fumble that he had, Abram Smith ran pretty good in his in the couple of games that they had him uh, based on that shitty line that they have. Now, how does Abram Smith look if you run him with some of the starters that Dwayne Washington was running with when they was running him out the first time? So, you know, you know, that's what kind of obscures the vision a bit, knowing that that that's what happened. Dwayne Washington was running with the starters and the rest of these guys had to run behind these pathetic uh, backup guys who don't know, you know, that that was couldn't hold blocks and didn't know what they were doing. And that made them look bad, too, because Devon Zigbo gets cut. He couldn't get it. He was basically the, the line was was good. It was crap. So how would he have looked better? How would he look with the starters running with the starters? I promise you a lot, a hell of a lot better than what he looked running with the backup. So uh, we'll see. But it appears that Dwayne Washington is a guy that they looking to keep on the team. And I think that should be a three man thing between them, because really, I think Abram Smith and Dwayne Washington is pretty much the same running back style. But they're looking at him for his special team acumen. So we'll see what happens there. So he says Brown was released after our last projection. We didn't have him making a team anyway. But otherwise, the only change here is swapping Jones for a Zigbo. Jones has looked the best of the backs behind Kamara Ingram and Washington through the two uh, two preseason games. Like people are saying that about Washington, Washington didn't look that farther better than the rest of these running backs. He had the first team. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I don't see Dwayne Washington as far out there as they do. You know, what does he look in against the struggling ass offensive lineman they were running behind? You know, so I, I don't know, but more than likely, they might be right on that. All right, the tight ends, Troutman, Taysom Hill, Jawan Johnson, roster cuts, Nick Burnett. How about that? J.P. Holtz and Lucas Crawl, the rookie, and Chris Herndon. Haven't heard too much of Herndon since he's been here. He's been relatively by, at the end of the team's depth chart in terms of what I'm hearing, in terms of anybody talking about him. He, he was signed and he just disappeared. Burnett seniority may uh, keep him on the roster, but this is clear roles for Troutman and Hill, plus the high upside with Johnson makes him a tough sell. Jawan Johnson was making some plays out there in uh, practice too. Crawl makes sense as a practice squad stash who needs more time to acclimate to the NFL, but don't sleep on Holtz who has played a lot of snaps on special teams while splitting time at fullback. He's got long odds of making a cut, but the versatility give him a chance, and this is true. Remember we talked about, and I made mention of it here, the fact that we talk about the Saints getting more value out the fullback position. Remember we talked about that? We did talk. We talked about it's like, listen, we don't need just a regular guy out there. And the Saints was using the power, the power eye formation a lot during these preseason matchups. But J.P. Holtz, the tight end slash fullback, gives them a guy that can play the tight end position as well as the fullback position. And then, and then he goes out there and plays special teams. So, you know, could we have an upset in the making with J.P. Holtz knocking off uh, the the fullback and uh, Adam Prentice? You know, this could be something we keep an eye out on. It wouldn't be bad either. J.P. Holtz was a, a guy that did do that because, like I said, we would like to have guys that add versatility to the Saints team, not just be one guy that do one thing. But, try, but uh, credit to Adam Prentice. He's been having some solid blocking too. 
Going to the wide receivers, they got six of them that they're going to keep in this rendition of the roster, depth chart 53. That's Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harty, and Kirk Merritt. So Traquan Smith's in the street. A lot of people feel the same way about that. Traquan Smith, Kevin White, Quan Baker, DeJohn Dixon, and Rashid Shaheed, the rookie. They put him in the street. Practice squad, Traquan Smith, Kevin White, and DeJohn Dixon. Now, Rashid Shaheed is another guy. I don't know why they didn't add him to the practice squad, but you bring Traquan Smith back to the practice I know I would want to put Rashid Shaheed on there because of what his potential. But then again, he might not clear it. The Saints wave Esau Winston in the first wave of roster cups. He was quickly picked up by the Browns, the open spot on our projected practice squad, which filled by the rookie Dixon. Merritt is our pick for the sixth and final spot ahead of Smith and White, but that team may not feel the same way. They've given Smith a lot of passes despite the little on-field success over the years. It's time for that to run out, goddammit. I'm tired of seeing Traquan Smith getting opportunities and then whiff on them and not when they got young guys that's really busting their tails for these opportunities. And they're all playing guys like Kevin White and Traquan Smith, and they simply overlook that and keep bringing these guys back. That weakens the team. It also spits in the face the competition for these undrafted guys. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change fees, terms and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. Who are out there busting a button outperforming these guys who have an obvious advantage over them being that they've been in the league longer than they have and they also know the playbook. So despite you being in the NFL longer than I have, being exposed to the Saints playbook longer than I have, I still come in here, outperform you and you still keep the job. That's not how it's supposed to be. That is not how, that's not the way it's supposed to be. So anyway, they've given Smith a lot of, a lot of passes despite his little on field success over the years. And may instead roll the dice on this being a year to justify it. But if the injuries keep piling up along the offensive line, they can go in a whole different direction and roster just five receivers to open up another spot for more depth up front. So, you know, my, my call on this thing is, I think Traquan Smith definitely at this point does the unless he has a, a stellar game, which it don't make any. I think Kirk Merritt already proved himself as the best guy. He's outplayed Traquan Smith and Kevin White combined. Quan Baker's looked decent. DeJohn Dixon looked decent, but it's just Merritt just was the man. And now they have him kick returning and uh, doing this thing on kick returning. They had him now doing running back duties and they know he could play the wide receiver position. To me, that's a big indication. Indication letting you know that the Saints are looking at keeping him on this roster, would not be surprised at all if the Saints keep six wide receivers because they can use the third quarterback spot, which would usually be some guy just holding the clipboard, ain't doing a damn thing for you for a wide receiver who can help you in the special teams and you can mix them in in your package. All right, thank you, Maverick March, for hitting the subscribe button. Shout out to you, fam. Thank you, and welcome to the great Saint Think Tank, Mr. Maverick March. Shout out to your brother. Also, shout out to Walter Streif, uh, Heath Norman as well, who hit the like button uh, as well. So shout out to those guys as well for hitting the like. I mean, hitting the subscribe button. Thank you and welcome to the family. Thank you, uh, Mr. Maverick March. All right, going to the O line families. We see Ryan Ramchek, James Hurst, Trevor Pennon, Landon Young, Lewis Kidd. That's five tackles. 
here. He has in the roster cuts was Derek Kelly, Calico Washington, who hasn't really flashed that much. Saints lost the backup tackle Ethan Greenwich to season ending injury since our last update, which opened the door for Kid, who didn't look all that bad, look all that good to me to make the team first year reserve. Sage Dockstater also on the injury list. Uh, further down the Jeff Todd, the team did bring back Kelly and Washington as a shot, as a long shot, for someone we can play both guard and tackle position. Derek Kelly looked at awful. He he looked uh, stink. And uh, you see, he has to improve. But, you know, at some point, the Saints could release those guys and see if they can find a veteran replacement uh, in the thing. So they're saying five offensive tackles, a ram check, Hurst, Penning, and Young making a team of Lewis Kidd. We'll see. Now, what about offensive guards and centers? Eric McCoy, Andrews, Pete, Cesar Ruiz, Kelvin Throckmorton make it because guess what? Uh, you had uh, uh, Forrest Lamp got hurt. And I think the Saints are placing Forrest Lamp on IR. I'm st- that's sorry to hear that. But those are the calls. So you got Josh Andrews, Nick Martin, Derek Schwieger. That's roster cuts in the practice squad is Nick Martin and Derek Schwieger coming back. No changes here, though. We should note that backup left guard Forrest Lamp years over with an undisclosed injury would have otherwise been in the mix for a practice squad spot. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But, but instead, it, it, if he was healthy, it, it definitely made him think about it. But you don't have to worry about it. He's done well. Right now, he's he'll be uh, he's hurt, so we don't know how bad, but it's looking like that. Well, well, slot in Martin as one of the six veterans who can join the practice squad, adding another layer of death behind McCoy. So, uh, the team is he decided to keep, uh, release Nick Martin, who hasn't looked like you know anything you would think that you would need as a backup center. So the the only really true backup center was Nick Martin. If Nick Martin is down with an injury. Uh, or they cut Nick Martin. That'll be uh, that'll that'll kind of be kind of bad. So I would I actually would try to keep Nick Martin around and move my ass back up here to this tackle lot roster and get rid of Lewis Kidd. Well, I'm keeping Lewis Kidd and putting Nick Martin in the street, and he on my he's my only true backup center I have. I would have to kind of rock with him and keep him. Marvin, what's up, fam? Says I'm excited to see Merritt make the 53 man roster. Well, this is just their inversion, their breakdown of it. As well. So this is just what they're saying. What's up, uh, Randolph? Shout out to you. Thank you, uh, Marvin, for your super chat, by the way. Shout out to your brother, Randolph. He says, Q, what's your thoughts on Lewis Kidd? I've been telling the family. Lewis Kidd, to me, bro, hadn't been looking all that great. I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. I think Lewis Kidd has a lot to learn. I think he should end up on the practice squad. If, if that's the case, me personally, I think the Saints can do better. I don't think we need to be uh, messing around with Lewis Kidd. I've seen some plays. I think... Uh, uh, we need to kind of move him on out the way. And in this uh, this uh, Saints Newswire's attempt to pick the 53-man roster is tough. But at the end of the day, I would simply get rid of uh, Lewis Kidd if I had the, the choice to choose between guys uh, here like Lewis Kidd and uh, Nick Martin. I don't even have a true backup center here, so that's easy for me. All right, now we're going to the special teams now. Uh, we already know what time that is. Will Lutz. Uh, Blake Gilligan, Zach Wood, enough said. <laughs> and Parker was put in the street, so ain't no need to talk about that. Defensive ends, going to the defensive side of the thing. Y'all chime in if y'all are with uh, the Saints Wire family on this one. Defensive ends, Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, Peyton Turner, Carl Grandison, and Tanu Passanio. They're going to cut Taco Charlton and Nico Lalo. So, I, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's not much of a surprise right there that those guys end up in the street. They're going to keep four tackles. David on Yamada, Shy Tuttle, Contavia Street, and the Roach. Malcolm Roach, they're going to cut Albert Huggins, Jordan Jackson, and Josh Black. Josh Black hadn't really done too much of anything. 
Uh, and I, I, I just thought like, I don't know Randolph. I seen, I seen a kid and yeah, he, he had a better performance than them, but I don't know about Lou. I, I just, I don't know, bro. I think uh, Lewis kid, he did all right against the Packers, like you said. But overall, to me, I don't know, bro. I would just – I think he's a practice squad guy. You know, I'm not impressed with Lewis Kidd. Let's just say that, Brother Randolph. All right. I I, I would I would probably go – I would probably go with uh, – of him. Now, you know, Merritt – now, of, according to Nick, like when we talk about Nick Martin, we don't have a true backup center. I don't – and the kid doesn't play the center position. They use him mostly at guard. I mean, and like I said, I've seen some positive plays from Kid. I'm not gonna say I haven't, but I'm just not impressed with Lewis Kid. Let's just say it like that, bro. I'm not impressed with Kid. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe a practice squad slot, but I'm not impressed with Kid. I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you. All right. So anyway, let's move and keep it going. But they're gonna put Huggins in the street. Uh, Jordan Jackson and Josh Black. Uh, practice squad. Jordan Jackson. Jaleel Johnson's on IR. Uh, Roach has played well enough to think he'll make the team again, and he has. And there's still time left for competition to shake out. So, uh, Elbert Huggins has been okay. Uh, Jordan Jackson has flashed. But, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, Josh, Josh Black hadn't done anything for the Saints. I ain't going to say nothing. He hadn't, hadn't, hadn't really stuck out. You know you know what I mean? But that's what they're doing. Four interior linemen. And then again, the Saints could approach this thing and kick and peak and get an extra offensive lineman. And you know what? The, the, the reality, too, is you get they got four defensive tackles. But you know you can slide passing yo, who's a sliding guy, either at the end they got him listed as an end, but passing yo could play inside too. So, you know, and most of the most of these guys can move inside if you need them to play. You know, on your mind and shy, tell the Catavia Street, Malcolm Rose. These guys are very talented, but passing yo could be used to slide inside the tackle to provide some, uh, you know, some depth there as well. So they do have some versatility there. The Saints keep, according to this depth chart, keep six linebackers, six of them, six wow, six of them. Demario Davis, Pete Werner, Kate Nellis, Eric Wilson, Dowell, and Chase Hansen. Roster cuts. They finally get rid of Zach Bond, according to this. John Bostic, Nephi Sewell. And then they practice squad Zach Bond and Nephi Sewell. There have been several changes from the last update. DeMarco Jackson and Pryor both ended their rookie year on IR, while veteran at Wilson, Bostic, and Hansen have impressed in preseason games. And that just hasn't been enough room to see how Bond would justify his roster spot unless the coaches know. A lot more than they're choosing to show whenever the team is on the field when Bond's on the sideline. Bostic could push Dowell down the practice squad, but he's but he's such a core special teams player that it's tough to release him both him and Bond, whose contributions have come also come in the kicking game. So do you agree with this listing? You know, we know Demario Davis, Pete Werner's there. Cade Nellis, did Cade Nellis do enough for you to make the list? We see Eric Wilson there, Dowell and Chase Hansen. I like how Chase Hansen has played. I think Eric Wilson has done a fantastic job in tramp, tramp, I mean tramp, and camp, and and um, also into the preseason. I think he's done a very solid job right there. He's been a blessing. Uh, but Dowell's, like he says, a special teams player, and and that will come down to what the Saints are looking at. So could there be surprises in the linebacker room? Zach Bond, it could be the the strength for him, and I would not be surprised by that at all. All right, safety, six of them. Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Justin Evans, P.J. Williams, and J.T. Gray. I absolutely love this list. I think this is how to fare out, to be quite honest with you. Tyron Matthew and May is a given. Chauncey is a given. Justin Evans has played, out, has played his way into the safety room like we knew he would. P.J. Williams 
has done well. And JT Gray is your special teams ace who made the Pro Bowl last year. So, yes, that leaves Sorensen on the outside looking in. I do agree with this. This is exactly how it'll play out, in my opinion. Bryce Thompson ended his year with the injury. You had Smoke Monday also on the IR. He would have been a great fit for the Saints practice squad in such a loaded position group. Instead, we'll keep Sorensen at the bottom of the depth chart and lean all on the proven playmakers on the top. So, yes, indeed. So Sorensen ends up on the practice squad, and I think he definitely will get cut out of this group because he has not flashed at all. These guys are playing. JT Gray was making plays and doing a good job in, in uh, practice today. Uh, so it wasn't. It was. It was actually a pretty solid group. I agree with that. The cornerbacks. You got four: Laddie, Daddy, Adebo, Bradley, Roby, and Alante Taylor, Demarcus Fields, Vincent Gray, Quentin Meeks, Jordan Brown, who's released, Brian Allen, who's going to be released. Uh, they're going to practice squad Demarcus Fields and Vincent Gray. Dylan Mabin is another player who was taken on by the IR, and then of course Fields feel like he's a player's best position to hang on in the practice squad. I agree. Ton of talent snaps in the preseason covering outside over the slot. Gray is another player who makes sense as a project. So agree totally with that. Practice squad, 16 players. Here's a shot at it. Number one, you got Ian Book there. Uh, Abram Smith's there. Lucas Crawl is there. Jawan Dixon, Calico Washington, Derek Schweiger, Jordan Jackson, Nephi Sewell, Vincent Gray, Demarcus Fields. And of course, two or more years of experience for those veteran slots is Nick Burnett. Uh, Traquan Smith, Kevin White, Nick Martin, Zach Vaughn, and Daniel Sorensen. Why they keep ha- trying to hang on to this Kevin White dude, man? They're always trying to hang on to Kevin White, man. But anyway, what do you think about this uh, projection right here, this uh, uh, attempt at the 53-man roster by the Saints Wire? I don't think it's a bad thing. It's tough to pick 53 guys uh, in the season. They did a pretty good job at it. got to give them credit for at least trying to uh, put it together and try to get that old projected roster, man, you know. Jerome says Doel's not making it. Okay. All right. Yeah, not bad, man. Yeah, I've seen the safety because I was like, you know what? The safety room, that that's actually a pretty decent uh, situation right there. I can rock with how he had the safeties and even the cornerbacks playing out. You know, I, I can agree with that. Not not bad at all. All right, so let's keep it going, fam. Uh, let's see what the family members chimed in about that thing. All right, Brother Randolph says Ruiz is a backup center. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Huda said, hey, Big Q, just turned 50. Okay, congratulations. Who that to you there? And uh, happy birthday to you. Happy who that birthday to Uncle Who that man. Just turned 51 yesterday. Can you believe it? After Desert Storm, I never thought I'd live to see 50. See, blessings abound, my friend. Don't ever think that, my friend. You got full of life. You got 51 years. Don't be surprised. And the most I give you another 51 of them. So be, uh, congratulations to you and happy who that to you, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. All right. So shout out to you. All right, so anyway, let's keep it going, man. Shout out to brother uh, Tonka Who that man. It's 51 birthday, man. That's that's big. Marvin says, you're right. Hanson is struggling to stay healthy. Put him on the practice squad. Okay, Hanson? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, uh, T- Coach Tab says, Taylor been out with an, a- uh, an injury, so he's not just empty, so stop hating on Mike. <laughs> Ready. Swole 504, I mean, full full says, Sorensen shouldn't be in the state of Louisiana. <laughs> Uh, Randolph says Saints will bring in cornerback help after the cutdown. Bottom of the roster will flip and 53 will be different. We face the Falcons. Thank you, brother Randolph. Shout out to you, my brother. A big boy says Kevin must be inside info on the front office. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on with Kevin White. They refuse to let him go, man. They refuse to get release him. Man. I don't know what the problem is with that. What's up, brother John? Uh, Phillip says I can see the Saints picking up some players that get cut from other teams. Oh, yeah, that, that happens every year, my, every year, man, around that time, bro. But the Saints will 
uh, uh, swooping in, get two or three guys perhaps that'll help the team, and and they'll be really smart pickups for the black and gold. They'll help you. You know, the Malcolm Brown thing would be smart for the Saints to do too. That can only improve the defensive line. Uh, I don't know if keeping, um, you know, I just know that some of those guys you can see that happening. There was a report uh, about uh, the the who was it? The Raiders? I think it was the Raiders that was interested in. Um, and then Dominic and Sue, he told them they ain't going to play for no less than $9 million a year. We don't need him with Malcolm Brown being around, man. We, right now, we good going into the season. But for the Saints to bring Brown back, how strong he was to the Saints' defense in the past would be a, would be a solid move. It wouldn't cost a lot of money. And I can see the Saints doing that, maybe picking up another veteran offensive lineman if they put Nick, Nick Wright and Nick Martin, excuse me, in the street. You never know, man. You never know how it all plays. All right, thank you. All right, uh, John says, Q, I would take uh, Dixon over Kevin White. Yeah, indeed, bro, indeed. He said, what was the cornerback list? The cornerback list was, hold on, let me scroll on down to it. The cornerbacks were, uh, let's see, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, Bradley Roby, and Alante Taylor. That was the uh, that was the cornerback list right there, uh, brother Marvin. All right, all right, all right. What's up, DJ? Shout out to you, brother. Good to see you. I met, uh, seen DJ. Met DJ at the Dome, man. DJ got one of the coolest, cleanest blue uh, jackets you can ever see in your life, man. It was DJ was in there, up in there, handling the business, making sure people were standing in line, <laughs> making sure nobody was tripping. DJ had it covered, man. Shout out to DJ, man. All right. Uh, King C3 said, what's up with your prediction for the season record? Well, uh, I think the Saints, man. We stay healthy, bro. We should, we should, well, I say we should win about 13 games, maybe 12 or 13 games this year. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
You know, we, I, I would like to take it one step at a time, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at maybe 12 or 13 games, man. At least that much. I know at least 11, but I would say maybe 12 or 13 games for the black and gold this year. We just have to stay healthy, bro, and just do what we do. Focus one game at a time. But I'm looking at deep playoff run, man. I think the Saints got what it takes with health behind them to be able to bring it all the way to the big dance, baby, and bring that big trophy back home to us. The first time we've held it and been here uh, in a very long time. So it'd be sweet. I think it'd be super sweet to get that trophy the second time around, right after Drew Brees retired a couple of years ago and Sean Payton the next year, and then his team going to win the Super Bowl. How you think Sean Payton would feel? You know what I'm saying? That would that would be really, that would be really, uh, under those circumstances, really interesting. All right, shout out. Jerome says linebacker David Warner, uh, Dave, Davis, Warner, Wilson, Bostic, and Ellis. Marvin said, I got five on it. Saints will score 40 every game, no less than 35 points. All right. Uh, uh, Randolph says Kevin got the recording somewhere. Uh, someone up. On, yeah, he got something going on, man. He, he, I don't know why that guy is still here, bro, to be honest with you. I don't get that one. What's up, Shane? Shout out to your family. He says we go all the way this shit because we talk down on yes we, we talk down on too much yeah i know bro i agree with you on that shout out to you swole four four says uh kevin white has something on gail <laughs> i know bro i know man I, it's something shaking with that man i don't know what's going on uh nick Farrelly, how you doing nola balls i don't know bro i don't know i haven't uh checked up on him since he retired man but i know he's still alive i don't know how well he's doing though but Jerome says cornerback Lattimore, uh, uh what he says debo roby taylor and pj all right. All right. What else we got? Uh, let me see. The, yeah. The shout out, DJ. All right. Uh, Randolph's. Okay. Yeah, hold on here. Peyton's underachieving. We supposed to have two more rings. That what Tramal said. Yeah. Randy said, I like how our defense, he says, how we clamped up our defense was in practice. Today. Yeah. If James uh, Congress got out, he says, if James Congress out smoking 13 plus wins, no doubt James don't have Peyton to hold him back. That's right. This is Jameis' offense, and I know, like when they gave him the money, and uh, P. Carmichael and Jameis Winston met to talk about how they can wrap this all this offense around him like a tailored jacket. That's that that's my point of reference. Is that like you you take a player and you fit him in versus, you know, that's like going to uh to the uh to the discount store and buying a, a jacket off the rack, and then it fits you a certain way versus you going to a tailor. And him building that one strictly for you. It's a difference. It's a difference in clothes. It's a difference everywhere else. And this time around, the Saints want to be make sure that the offense fits to the strengths of Jameis Winston. That's why they got wide receivers that can stretch the field and that can catch. That can keep defenses up from stinking up the field and cluttering up the field, thinking that the Saints can't take shots downfield. That would make the Saints dangerous. The Saints can spread these defenses out, making them thin and creating opportunities all over the place. Also, Jameis says every year he's gotten a lot patient in the Saints system. He looked pretty decent and good last year in the seven games that he played with 14 touchdowns versus three interceptions. I really wish that he hadn't got hurt so he could shut these people up uh, about whether or not he can play the game like, you know, like he's supposed to play it in the black and gold building. He was doing just that. So it's cool. Uh, Coach Tab says, Q, did you see Peyton on the field for the halftime? Yeah, I seen. I seen pictures of, of Peyton sit there talking. Yeah, he in his new job right there. Yeah, yeah, I seen him. Yeah, uh, all right. Ken Ross said Peyton held us back. Young City says uh, Trey and White needs to go now. I don't want to see them no more. They'll be released, and I don't, I don't know if they'll end up on the practice squad, but maybe Traquan Smith will, but I don't know why you would keep Kevin White. I know 
they're looking at him on special teams, but that's not enough to hold White around. I mean, he he don't really cost not much, you know, to keep him around. So I guess the Saints are looking at that that it, he's a former top five, what top five, top six uh, pick. He's he don't really cost a lot of money, and he's willing to play special teams. Maybe that's the value. They, I, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is because you can get the same stuff out of an undrafted guy. So I, I don't know what the attraction is. I don't know, Tramal, about uh, whether or not Bostic will make the team. Uh, he's looked pretty sturdy, you know, with the last game against the Packers. He was in there doing some stuff. The practices, he's been uh, awesome. And it wouldn't be a bad thing for the Saints to keep a 10-year veteran uh, not named Demario Davis on the team. Now, I know they got Eric Wilson there, but having Bostic there wouldn't hurt. But, you know, can he play special teams? I'm more than certain that he will have to learn it, but can he unsee the Andrew Dowell or, you know, and we know Chase Hansen, when he plays, he looks good. But, you know, can he stay healthy? That's a whole nother thing. So I don't know. It, that'll be a tough one right there, bro, of whether he'll make it. Thank you for the question. Uh, appreciate it. All right. So we'll see if James comes out of some. OK, I already read that one. Nola Ball's patent secret is is out. He can't develop quarterbacks. Yeah, he, the only one he ever had was Drew Brees and he had Taysom Hill. That wasn't much of a success. Didn't give James enough time. Uh, to develop him. He had a few backups that played in the system and he ran a pretty QB friendly system. But yeah, uh, the draft picks, the quarterbacks that were drafted in Coach Payton, they were absolute. They weren't good, man. They weren't very good. Yeah, he he has to have a quarterback that has some experience, that has uh, that's been through the fire, so to speak, and has some uh, some type of talents that he can morph and help. So, I mean, that's the thing with Coach Payton. Uh, we know that, so we'll see. What, at, at this point, I care not uh, not about what his team will be going forward unless we got to scout whatever team he signs for next year. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, here, good question. Norman says uh, about Malcolm Brown, did he clear waivers? I'm not certain about that. I'm going to have to look that up about Malcolm Brown. Did he clear waivers? Hold on, give me a second. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, let's saying, according to this, they're saying he's a free agent. So I don't think I haven't heard any. I don't see anything about him clearing waivers. So I mean that he they released him four days ago. So there is no. Let's see. Make sure here. Well, no, none of the tra- NFL transactions reporting a signing of Malcolm Brown. So based on this information, I would have to say that he's a free agent. He's still a free agent. All right. So it'll be it'll be wonderful if the Saints picked him up though. All right. Uh. Swole says, I think Saints is not going to play Shahid this preseason because they're going to hide him on the practice squad. You got to clear waivers, my brother. You know, it'd be wonderful if nobody catches him. We can be able to hide him. You know, I, I'm with that. Uh, JC said, do you think we should risk keeping Hanson around the 53, even with his health issues, to take a shot on Bostic and Nephi Sewell? I think I just touched on that. Hanson plays, man. He's He looked really good, man, flying around the ball, man. But, yeah, you're right. That, that, the health issues get, makes you kind of double think that thing. And anytime, and Nephi Sewell's done a pretty good job, but you know, you don't, you want to look at that 10 year veteran Bostic who's been through the fire. He has kind of bring, he'll definitely bring stability to your linebacker room that has injury issues. So Bostic is, they make a strong case for Bostic. So I'm going to have to ride with your own Bostic. If uh, Hansen can't stick around because of health issues, then Bostic would obviously be to me. You know, I'm saying JC Steve's uh, a smart uh, move to do. All right. Miss Tab says Peyton thought his plan 
to fake being a commentator and then pick up with, by the Miami Dolphins with Brady was going to work. Now he's cursing him, curse himself and has to smile for the cameras instead. Yeah, he'll he well for one year. You know, he'll you're right, you'll have to sit down and do his thing for one year. Uh, but eventually he will come back, he will pop up there and uh you know, and take over the job, you know, and, and kind of put it back in. Hold on here, let me make sure I get the right. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. I'm so sorry for that. Okay. Anyway, let's keep it going. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Coach Tab mentioned that. I don't know, Coach Tab. I think uh, when you look at uh, Peyton, I think all along, you know, he stepped away. And what the way he did it actually benefited the Who That Nation, to be quite honest with you. When he stepped away, he took none of your offensive assistants with him. He went by himself. I think that was the best thing that we could do is for Peyton to go by himself. He left the assistants here, and the Saints had a smooth transition into it offensive-wise because if it would have been anything else with him leaving to take another job, he would have definitely pilfered guys like Carmichael and other offensive systems that helped him keep that, that offense stable for years. He would have brought them with him to wherever he was going to coach. And that would have had an effect on the Saints having to recruit guys and build a whole new offensive system, a relier to a degree to lesser people with the philosophy of Peyton. This is Peyton's top dogs and top assistants that they left when he took the coaching job. I mean, the talk of the commentator job, the offensive room pretty much for the, for the bulk of it stayed the same. So this was the best transition if he was going to leave for him to do the going to commentate and has to go to coaching because we got we still have that offense in place with him going and his assistance like he's get it was just not it wasn't just all coach Peyton he get the credit but he himself said this many times that Carmichael and others have really helped him build that offense up there to solidified stuff so I think we won in that whole uh, uh, situation he making top dollars so he'll come back to whatever team he goes it, it matters not to me you know we'll make sure we get a compensation for coach Peyton uh, before he gets back uh, on that on the field again and with his coaching. So whoever it is, good luck to you. Kelvin says, Big Q, we're all high on the Saints defense and we're giving them their flowers. By any chance, do you think they will be paper champs? No, I actually think the Saints defense have an outstanding uh, history over the last several years of proving to you that they are the real deal. The Saints defense have climbed up through the rankings and now are are sitting at the echelon as one of the top defenses in the NFL. They have confidence and they're intelligent. When you add guys like Marcus May and Tyron Matthew to the back end of your defense, I can look at that and say, man, to me, that's an upgrade. When you lose Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams, no disrespect to none of them, man, but you bring Tyron Matthew and Marcus May, two guys that play the same way. You don't know how they're going, what they're going to do, whether they blitzing or whether they dropping in coverage disguises that can be able to run will fool, fool a lot of quarterbacks. And it just creates a, a whole new dynamic for offenses, uh, opposing offenses to worry about. So I just think that the Saints defense is, you know, one of the top in the NFL and they will continue to get better, too. So thank you for asking, Kelvin. Shout out. All right. Uh, OK, who that to you, Andrew? Good to see you, Andrew. A Guerrero and who and who calling out the who that's from San Antonio, Texas. All right. Shout out to you, Andrew. Good to see you, fam. Shout out to you. All right. All right. He says, what do you think? Hold on here. He says, what do you think about Ian books? He's hot trash. <laughs> I know I'm late to the combo, but damn. Yeah, he, he don't look too good. And you got a silver trash can right there, a wastebasket, whatever it is. And I have to agree with you. He has played like garbage. 
over this preseason, man. And he's definitely headed to a cutting. He definitely, I see a big pair of scissors in his future. That's just <laughs> a big ass pair of scissors in his future. That's what I see. And he probably went up on the practice squad too. So we'll see how it all goes. All right. Brother Randolph said, I think uh, linebackers would be Davis, Werner, Ellis, Wilson, Bostic, and Dowell. I'm not mad about that lineup, Randolph. I actually think it's uh, pretty good. Marco, shout out to you. Eric Wilson has been a blessing, man. You know, we talked about losing guys like Quine Alexander. And then Eric, I'm not saying Eric Wilson is Quine Alexander, but man, ever since Eric Wilson has been here, he's been solid as hell, man. Ever since he's been here, all through training camp, all up in the preseason, he's been very solid, man. Very solid. So could it be he could make us kind of forget about uh, Alexander, man? Wilson has looked really good. Marvin says uh, the only way to sneak Shahid on the practice squad is we don't play him next game and probably put him on the pup list by then. Other uh, Forget about him. Yeah, it's a possibility that people will pill for him. No, not a, not, a, not a doubt about it. Brandon, who that to you, fam? Uh, Brother John says, Q, if Quine gets cut by the Jets in the last round of cuts, Saints better run to the phone and call that man up. I mentioned that, man. I said Quine uh, uh, Alexander is not a, a sure shot to make the Jets. If the Jets feel like, you know, we can do better with somebody else, you know, then, you know, anything could happen. You know what I'm saying? It, it wouldn't be a bad back for him to kind of circle back to the Saints. He had an opportunity to do that. So, yeah, it would be intriguing and interesting to see in those cuts that Quine Alexander and Malcolm Brown is there for the Saints picking. Those two definitely help improve the Saints defense, no doubt about it. All right, shout out to the fam, man, as we keep this thing going here. Shout out to y'all. All right, let's keep it going. All right, 504, Swole 504 says uh, the Saints never uh, could draft a good linebacker. I thought that first round pick out of Illinois back in the day was going to be a beast. From Illinois? You talking about uh um I don't know from out of Illinois. Who you talking about? I remember um the Clemson linebacker, Stephon Anthony. I, I don't think you're talking about him though. All right, uh, who that talking says, what kind of injury does Alante Taylor have? I know he had a hip flexor that he had um that gave him problems that kept him out the, the game. Let me see. I don't know. We don't have an injury report on him, but I remember the last just going off of my recollection, it was a hip flexor that he was dealing with that kind of sidelined him uh, a couple of days ago. But since then, he's been, I want to say that he's been moving around and stuff, but that's the last thing I had on him or who that talking was that hip flexor, you know, uh, but we're going to have to keep an eye out on that. All right, uh, let's see. Hanson is the defensive side of the ball. He's Okay, it's defensive side of the ball. Devine Zigbo. Okay, I got you. Oh, yeah, keep circling them in and bring you. Know, I get you, Randolph. Hanson has been out and off on to you like a Zigbo. <laughs> okay. Texan says Q Payton would have taken our assistant coaches. He says he would have taken. Yeah, I know. I agree with you on that. That's what I was saying. He would have taken our offensive, our offensive coaches, our assistants too. And to if the Cowboys, Dolphins, and Chargers had fired their head coaches, he, he didn't do us any favor. He left because they thought he and, and Brady would be in Miami. Yeah, but like I but I agree with you on this point. Peyton would have taken – he said he would have. I, I, I agree. I say I think he would have taken your assistance. So I think if he had to go, the best way for him to go is go like he went to commentating as opposed to go to coaching because he's not going to – he gonna have some new staff members, but he gonna have some familiar guys that would have came that went with him to Miami and all. And you don't think Carmichael 
would have rent with him wherever he went. Hell yeah, he would have went. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Pay doctor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. So, I mean, even Carmichael didn't even want to be the OC. Remember that? The Saints went through a round of trying to find offensive coordinators before Pete Carmichael decided to step up and take the OC job. Because when Peyton left, he's like, okay, Carmichael's going to be the guy. Then the reports came out that he didn't want to be the OC, that he wanted to take a lesser role in the offensive uh, staff. Then the Saints started looking at guys. They were looking at the guy from the Colts and looking at this guy and looking at that guy. And then all of a sudden, Pete Carmichael stepped up and said, I'll be the OC. You remember that? So no, no, no doubt about it. By that, by that kind of shaky movement, he would have definitely beelined wherever Peyton would, would have went, whether it was the Dolphins, the Chargers, or whomever. He would have definitely left with them. But the best way, in my estimation, the best way Coach Peyton left to retire the Saints and to go into commentator, that worked for us because he left all of those offensive assistants that helped them build that offense in that damn building. And they're in there right now working on the Saints offense and working with, with uh, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, uh, Jameis Winston, Michael Tom, I mean, uh, Elvin Kamara, and everybody else that we got in there. He left everybody that just to go talk on TV. That worked out for us. And yeah, even though he ain't know he was doing us a favor, he did us a favor by doing that. You know, we're we going to keep winning on this thing. You feel me? All right. Okay. He says, uh, so, okay, it's the Ernest says, uh, Wilson from Illinois. Il- Wilson, what's it? Stefan uh, Wilson with Wilson, which what, what guy are you talking about there, brother Ernest? What's his, what's his first name? All right. Put in the chat there, professor Martez, Mark, Mark Tez, Martez Wilson. Oh, I remember him. Okay. Yeah, he was, oh man. <laughs> They thought he was going to be something, boy, and he sure was. He beat right outside the door. 
All right, Wallace says, what's up, brother? Wallace says, maybe Quan Alexander should try to get cut from the Jets to come back to the Saints. I don't know. It's not a far-going conclusion, but where do things have happened in the NFL, fam? Yeah, Ken Ross says, hip flexor is, that is, a, is he says, is a, a, you know what to deal with. All right. Eugene says, look like Warner will break the linebacker draft curse. Uh, Slim says, Demario and Quan was, yeah, I know, bro. It's, that's, that's out. Uh, Swole said, yeah, it was Stephon Anthony out of Clemson. Okay, okay, that's what you was referencing. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you remember Stephon Anthony, man, I just think that was the mis- mistake, mistake of the Saints. I'm about to beat, uh, beat out in a second. I'm about to dirk out in a second, fam. But listen, yeah, but Stephon Anthony uh, was actually actually good. I mean, his first year when he came here, he I think it's how the Saints used him in the second years going out because, remember, he was – he was one of two first-round draft picks the Saints picked up that year. He came out of Clemson. He was a good player for Clemson. That first year, he, I think he broke Ricky Jackson's rookie tackle record. That first year. That's right. Stephon Anthony broke Ricky Jackson's rookie tackle record in that first year. Then after that, it just went down and down and down. And that, a lot of that was because the Saints didn't know what the hell they was doing on defense. They was doing a lot of suspect crap and garbage. You know, they was up. They was doing a lot of weird, pathetic stuff at that time frame. Like they moved, they took Will Smith and made him a linebacker. They was they had uh, what's that guy they picked up out of Washington? Um, I can see his face. He had two knee surgeries. I'm like, why are y'all drafting this dude? They drafted with a second round pick because he had like what, 18 sacks that year or something like that. What was his name? Um, man. Yeah, this man was like a Hawaiian brother or something. What was his name? I can't think of his name, man. Yeah, there you go. Kikaha. That's that's there you go. You you got it, Swole. That's who I'm talking thinking about. Kikaha. Kikaha was the dude, man. And they they had Kikaha who the only thing he ever did right was put his 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 hands in the dirt, his fingers in the dirt, and rush the passer. The Saints had that man dropping in the coverage. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? They were screwing up all kind of way. They messing up. That's when they sent um, Big Boy to the Chicago Bears. What's his name? Uh, I, I'm, shit, I'm tired right now. <laughs> they sent him to the Big Boy up there. The Chicago traded him out there. Yeah, Haloe Kakaha. That's who. That's who it was. He was. They was. They were screwing up all kind of way. And that's when they shipped Big Boy up out of here. Sent Tim Pack and all that. All that craziness was going on. And they really destroyed uh, Stephon Anthony's uh, career, in my opinion. They brought him back later on as a special teams linebacker. But, yeah, they they destroyed. The Saints screwed that up. They destroyed that man's career, man. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a great year that year, Damon. I remember that. They was giving him a shot. They was doing a key. Yeah, Hicks, there you go, Brandon. Seth, thank you, Seth. And I'm, I mean, I'm drawing blanks. I'm a little tired. But, yeah, that's absolutely right, man. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah, they checked. They they traded Hicks out of there around that same. They was like, man, what are y'all doing? It was tan, and then that's when uh, your boy was there. Rex Ryan, Rob Ryan was there at the defense, and then the, then Coach Payton then brought in his boy Dennis Allen as a special assistant. That's how it started, and then and Rob Ryan knew that the writing was on the wall. Then maybe a year or so later, and then Dennis Allen took over the defense and he started building it up. But all that happened when. Rob Ryan was over the defense. I think it was the third, the second or third year of him being here. And then they hired DA here. And that's how they started the progression to get away from Rob Ryan. And then the sound, it was doing all this weird stuff because that's how Rob Ryan is. You hire Rob Ryan the first year, your defense is going to be outstanding. 
And each year that you have him, they're going to go down to the bottom because he has no discipline to keep his, his philosophy and scheme in place. That's how it works. <laughs> that first year, you're going to get the best one. And then it's going to trend down like it did. Like when we had uh, Ted Ginn Jr. When he balled out that first year and then the rest of the years was like falling off a cliff. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rob Ryan was up there. He was screwing up bad, man. They got his ass up out of here. But yeah, he he was the one that's responsible for destroying all that, too. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he wasn't all that. I remember all that, man. I remember all that, man. All that crap. I remember all that, man. All that. We, we part of story in here. All right, so with that being said, fam, we're going to flash through and look at some of the stuff we covered in this episode of the Coma. I hope you had a blast. Uh, Michael Thomas misses practice with a hamstring injury after sitting out the second straight preseason game as Michael Thomas is dealing with a hamstring issue that was dropped on us by Dennis Allen through the post-game, or the, the actually the post-practice presser, where he kind of asked about him, like, oh, he's dealing with, you know, he's he have a, a hamstring issue. But the way he said it, it was not he but you can see that it wasn't really any concern on his face. And we probably we're gonna get some details on Mike later on in the week. We'll also talk about the Saints and the releasing of quarterback KJ Costello, Devani Zigbo, and John Parker Romo. We talked about that. We also talked about the fact that the NFL sent somebody to drug test Blake Gillikin after his eighty one yard punt. They call it a random, ain't no such thing as a random. And then of course we went we covered some of the uh, we talked about observations from the camp. We talked about that from the times we was up in the camp. We was there today. We talked about that. And then, of course, an updated roster and an attempt at the 53-man roster and 16-member practice squad as done by the Saints Wire. I know it's extremely tough to do that, and they did a pretty good job of picking on it. I agree with most of it. Maybe one or two things I didn't. But outside of that, they're they pretty, pretty much on the money in my estimation. And that's all we got covered in the stream today. <laughs> Plus, we was able to uh, answer a few questions for the who that. Yeah, I remember Junior Gallet, all that, bro. All that went kind of bad, man. All that went kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember Rob Ryan, man. Boy, we made such a turnaround, man, to be honest with you. So they can't tell us about uh, ha having failure, man, and then ultimately being able to get up off that thing and get success from it, man. So if you're a sorry team like some of these other teams – or in the NFL, there's hope for you. Ain't no doubt about it. All right, fam. So with that being said, fam, we got 160 plus of us in the building. Please feel free. If you had an opportunity to hit the like button, please feel free to hit the share button as well and share the show on your social media feed. It helps out the stream. And if you're, not, if you're a subscriber, please feel free to hit the subscribe button. Appreciate all our guys that super chatted tonight. And just a little word to two uh, mentions for the family members out there that the Sports Coma Fantasy League is in effect. So you can sign up for the Fantasy League right now. Don't wait. It's only a handful of slots remaining. If you want to sign up for the Fantasy League, you hit the link in the community section. Go to the community section of the platforms page here. Go to the community section and there's information there's in that community section. Follow the information and sign up for the Sports Coma Fantasy League. It's a free league. We usually do a paid league, but I wanted everybody to kind of get an opportunity to get a chance to play for those who couldn't pay People are struggling, so I kind of opened it up this year to be a free league. So if you want to be a part of that thing and just be, you know, if you're a, fan of, a fantasy league expert, you know, a guy that likes to play fantasy league and will work with the rosters and stay competitive, the TSC Sports Coma Fantasy League is the one for you. So go to the community section and sign up for that. That's popping right now. And also the other thing is to hit the link in the link tree and go there and check out all of the links for the information for the platform, merch, 
uh, page and all that. We got merch. We got all that kind of stuff going on. Several pages of merch. We got thousands of products that's available that support the platform. We also have ways to donate to help out the platform. All that in the website where you can catch all our content, not just Saint content, but Pelican content, boxing content, college football content like the LSU Tigers. All that's available. All those links are in one place. And they're located in the link tree description section below. So if you want to do that, check that out. Anyway, with that being said, I got one more question that I'm going to dirk out. All right, Damon says, hey, Q, we haven't had two double-digit sack players since Cam and Gillette. Uh, is this their year? It happened. I don't know, bro. It's all, almost happened last year. It almost happened last year with Davenport. He had nine sacks last year. It almost happened last year, man. It almost happened last year. Does it happen this year? Yeah. It's all, it's all on Davenport, bro. If he can get healthy, stay healthy, and give us, you know, maybe 15 to 16 games, you know, I'm pretty sure he can get it. But what Cam did last year, Davenport was one sack off of doing the double-digit sacks last year. That would have been really fun to see him get that. Hopefully he can do that this year. Him or maybe Peyton Turner, if Davenport is out and Peyton Turner gets an opportunity to play in that thing. Maybe he'll get uh, the sacks, but Davenport had his best year last year with nine of them, and he was stifled by injuries. So hopefully we can get that next year. Yeah, that, that's been a long time coming for the Saints on that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, all that almost happened last year. All right, so with that being said, fam, um, with that being said, I'm going to dirk out on that. I appreciate y'all for chiming in on this episode of the Coma, and I'm going to holler at y'all on our Monday stream as we're going to talk about practice. Uh, for what is it? What is it? Day number 20 should be tomorrow on Monday. We'll come back and talk about that. So much love to you guys. And I'm going to at you later. Who that to? <laughs>
That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.